Well, God is such a wonderful God, and this is our year of greater, 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 greater. Hallelujah. And I was thinking about, okay, it's game day. It's game day in the natural here in the United States, but it's game day in heaven all the time. We should be on all the time. We should be ready to go all the time. We should be hyped all the time. We should be ready to cheer all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. Amen. Well, if you'll please join hands all across the aisles, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give you praise, we give you honor. We thank you, Lord God, for this awesome time to come together with one another. I thank you, Father God, that there is strength in number in the kingdom of God. But you said that if two will agree as touching on anything, they can have what they say. You also said if two or three are gathered in your name, that you are in the midst. So I thank you, Lord God, that you are in the midst of us right now. I thank you, Father God, for what you want to talk to us about today, the instructions you want to give. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for the changes you want to make in our hearts. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that your word will do exactly what it says it's going to do. It will transform our thinking, transform our lives. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that we will see things from heaven's view and from heaven's perspective because we realize, Father, that that is how we get to the greater. So, Lord God, we just give you again all the praise. We give you all of the honor. We say, Holy Spirit, do what you do. And we just give you all the praise again. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, hug a couple of people. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I just want you to repeat after me. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. This is the day. Pastor Brian says, This is the, he said, Today is a good day to have a good day. Look at somebody and tell them, Today is a good day to have a good day. Amen. It is. It's a good day to have a good day. We have to make that decision every day before you see what's happening that day, before, you, before things start to come to you. And some days you have to do it in the middle of things coming at you. Today is a good day to have a good day, regardless of what goes on around me, because what goes on around me does not establish my day. There may be some stuff that happens, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm having a good day. No matter what obstacles come, I'm going to choose from a different perspective to see it as a good day. It's the same as a person who looks at a glass that's half full and say that it's half empty. It's your perspective. Look at somebody and say, it's your perspective. Amen. And God is wanting us, if we're going to walk in the greater, to see it from his perspective. Because he says, all things work together for your good and for my good, for those who love God. All things, look at somebody say, all things, all things are, working together are working together for my good. For my good. Amen. Amen. God has good in mind for us. 
He has good in mind for us. But you know, there's also a scripture that says that man, we as men, <laughs> we think things are good. He said, but you know, it's actually God who makes the day good. Yes. It says man has a way, but then God has a way. Man has a way. Look at somebody say, man has a way. And God has a way. Man thinks his way is right. No, tell him. Man thinks his way is right. You know, you come up with it. It sounds good. You get some agreement on it. You say, this sounds good. I got a way, God. But God says, no, I have the way. You got a way, but I have the way. Now, there's a difference. And you can, you can be powered by your way or you can be powered by the way. Oh, God is, God is so clear. Jesus, Jesus didn't bite his tongue when he says, I am the way, not a way. He said, I am the way. He says, I am the light and I am the truth. I mean, there were no bones about it. There was no middle grounds about this. There was no wiggle room concerning this. He says, no, God has a way. Man has a way and God has the way. And I am the truth and I am the light and I am the life. I'm trying to make this real clear to you because I know what my assignment is today. And you got to make the, you got to decide for yourself whether you're going to do it God's way are you going to do it your way? Understand, if you're born again, God still love you doing it your crooked, crazy way. And let me tell you something, and I want to I say this and put this out here. Just because you do it your way does not mean that you're going to end up in despair. It does not mean that you're going to end up sick. It doesn't mean that you're going to end up broke. It doesn't mean any of those things. But if you do it God's way, I guarantee you there's going to be peace attached to it. I guarantee you it is going to be the best way. So you can do it a good way and you can be all right, but you'll never step into the supernatural way that God wants to do it. You'll never allow God to prove to you that he actually is God because you'll be doing it all on your human senses all on that but you know and one time we thought well you know what you just doomed how many of you know that there are people doing it their way they not doomed right. see this is what to me this is when the rubber meets the road yes. and what I mean by that is as believers somebody say believers, believers. we call ourselves believers and Jesus said that you have to believe on him he says, those who keep my commandments, those are my friends. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Those who keep my commandments, they love me. That's what the Bible says. So again, you can live your life and it won't be destitute and it won't be bad may not even be sad, and you still actually can get to heaven if you're born again. See, I want, I, I want to take all the, uh, I'm afraid that, you know, I may. No, you'll make it in. 
Because he said the only way, the only requirements for you to be born again is that you believe. It's belief that gets you your ticket into heaven, your passageway into heaven. But what you will miss out on, you're going to miss out on the supernatural things that God will do in your life. What you're going to miss out on is God's hand upon your life and you watching things happen that, that would not happen unless he was with you or he's doing it through you. What you will miss out on is the promises that he made in this word. What you will miss out on is, the, is God using you to transform somebody else's life. What you will miss out on is bringing people into the kingdom of God. What you will miss out on is supporting and helping the body of Christ move forward to gain others into the kingdom of God. That's what you will miss out on. What you will miss out on is having those personal, wonderful conversations with God where he's telling you secrets that you would not have known because you searched them out. What you will not have, you will not have the relationship that God desires to have with you, but you will get to heaven. So today at Revealing Truth Ministries, love the name, Revealing Truth Ministries, we're going to reveal some truth to you concerning your God. Look at somebody say, concerning your God. But it's up to you. It's totally up to you what you do with the information. It's totally up to you. And you know, come to church, sing the songs, you know, get happy for a moment. I mean, you may be even happy for the whole day. I'm not saying that you won't be because, I'm, because God's not threatening you. Look at somebody and say, God is not threatening you. He's not. He wants people to do things because they want to. He wants people to do stuff because they're moved by the Holy Ghost to do them. He wants people to be in places doing things for him because they are inspired by him to do them. That's what God wants. Because otherwise, we go back into the old covenant because you're made or scared to do something. And God doesn't want that. No one wants someone made to love them. Nobody wants you to do something for them because somebody made them do it. But they want you to do it because you were moved to do it. You were inspired to do it. I'm grateful so I did it. I mean, haven't you ever given a gift to someone because you, they did something for you and you just wanted to? and do something for them because you were thankful because they did it, because you were grateful because they did it. You didn't do it, so they do it again. You know, there's some people got motives. If you do it for me, I'm going to do this for you, so you'll do it again. That's bargaining. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. God is a good God. And he's good all the time. So we're going to start. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, man. We're going to start in John. John chapter 6, and we're going to read it out of the New King James Version. I'm just thinking about how Gideon, there's so many, there's so many examples in the Bible. God told Gideon he was a mighty man of valor. And he told him uh, that he, he, he was going to give him the ability, the power to overcome the enemy. 
And Gideon thought he needed a whole lot of people. But God only wanted those who wanted to go. Remember that first group of people? Those who don't want to go leave. Look at somebody say, a whole bunch of them left. They, listen, they got, the, they got the reward of the victory, though. You do know that. They did get the reward of the victory. There were some battles fought, and they were like, don't give them nothing because they didn't go with us. But God said, oh, no, no, they get to share. This is a little bit of meat this morning. They get to share because, see, as humans, we figure if you were in the fight or in the battle, you don't get to get any of the spoils. Am I right? You figure they don't deserve it because they didn't, they didn't help to win it. See, but your joy should be in the fact that you had the victory, not the fact that somebody else gets to get the spoils. Because it's not going to take anything from you. It doesn't take anything from you because they get some. You still get yours. Oh, we going to grow up up in here. Look at somebody say, grow up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo, mm. Deborah. Stick to the message. Stick to the message. I'm going to do that. John chapter 6, verse 26. You know, I, wanna, I actually want to move a little bit further than that. I, I want to tell you what has happened. Let me bring you up to date. Jesus has uh, fed 5,000 people. And the disciples have gone... Uh, they're crossing over to Capernaum. He sent them away, told them to go. So they crossed over to Capernaum. Well, the people are looking for Jesus because the 5,000 that were fed, they're looking for Jesus. And, of course, Jesus is uh, not with the disciples. They didn't see him leave with the disciples, and that's because something really awesome had happened. Jesus had come down from the mountain, and he was walking on the water. And so he's walking on the water, and they were afraid. They thought he was a ghost, and, you know, you know the account. Uh, you know, he told them, peace be still, it's me. And then, you know, he translated them, they over in Capernaum. So the people who, had, who, who were not in Capernaum, they're looking for Jesus. They're trying to find him, the 5,000, they're trying to find him. Uh, so here we are. Uh, we can start in verse 24. It says, when the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they also got into boats and came to Capernaum seeking Jesus. And when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come over here? Jesus answered them and said, Most surely I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but, you caused, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. He said, you're not seeking me for the right reason. You sought me because you got your food. You got your daily uh, 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 request in. So you're following me because I did something for you that way. He said, but you are not following me because of the signs. Isn't that an interesting thing to say? Because you would think feeding them was a sign of something. But it, it actually wasn't a sign. It was a miracle, but it wasn't a sign. See, Jesus had a purpose for coming to this earth. God gave him an assignment for, com for coming, and he healed a lot of people because he was moved with compassion concerning them. As a matter of fact, there's a passage in the Bible that said that he healed them all. 
The only place that he was not able to heal a lot of people was in his own hometown because they didn't respect or understand who he was and therefore they could not receive from him. But Jesus is making a point here. He says, you came because you wanted the food. You wanted something natural met in your life. He says, that's, that's why you came. He said, but you didn't come for the signs. So Jesus is saying, the signs is why God sent me. The signs are things to show that I am who I say I am. The signs, see, see, they would have followed anybody if they were feeding them. You understand what I'm saying? Free food over here. Everybody can get free food over here. You don't have to buy free. This just free food. Come, BOGO. Buy one, get one free. You can. <laughs> but no one could say, no one could say free healing over here but Jesus. No one can say, I cast out demons free, but Jesus. And so he's telling them, you don't know who I am because you're seeking for the wrong thing. You have the wrong perspective of who I am. So you come hunting for me so you can get that done instead of following me because of the miracles that I have performed. And understanding that I am God. Remember the account in um, it's Acts chapter 4 uh, where Peter and John, they, they, they healed someone and then they were thrown in prison because of the healing. And then what the uh, Pharisees said is they said, we can't deny a notable miracle has taken place. Amen. We can't deny that something, something supernatural has taken place. So the only thing we can do is tell them stop teaching and preaching in that name because more people are going to follow if they keep doing this kind of stuff. So Jesus is looking at us now, and the question is, why are you following him? The question is, why do you come to church? The question is, why do you declare yourself a child of the Most High God? Why are you doing that? Do you simply want a need met that actually could just be met by mere human efforts? It can be. You know, you can get a car. My credit is bad. Somebody still will sell you a car. You all understand? They will. They can work it out and get, get you a car, you can get a house, you can get it. You just about can get any material thing you want in this world without God's help at all. But health and healing, that's a totally different story. Totally different story. See, because you can keep your body healthy and God wants us to do that through the stuff that you do. But how many of you have heard of people who, were, who ate the right thing? They got the right amount of sleep?
Amen. Amen. So Jesus was disturbed that they didn't actually recognize what was most important. And so God is, he wanted us, if we're saying, I want greater, if we're saying, I want to run the race that God has set before me, if we say that uh, uh, I'm a Christian and I'm a believer, then there's some things we're going to have to believe. There's some things that we're going to have to accept for us to be at that place called greater. At that place called greater. And so, as I was studying this, Jesus said, or the word says that by his stripes, you are healed. That's what he said. He said he gave his broken body. He said, I, I gave that. I did it for you. He said, I, I, I paid a heavy price. He said, I allowed them to beat me, humiliate me, because I gave my body for you. And you recall I told you, Jesus said to me, I'm not interested in symptom relief. I'm not interested in it at all. I'm interested in health, and I'm interested in healing. That's what I'm interested in. That's what I died for. That's what I bled for. That's why, that's, that, that's, that's, that's why I did it all. And he said it was for the joy that was set before me that I did it. But many people have not received their healing. And I'm including, when I say have not received their healing, I'm including the fact that you may, it may not have manifested yet, but you've not even received it and believed it. You understand what I'm saying? You, 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 don't, you don't have an assurance in you that God is going to heal you. God wants to have an assurance in us that he is going to heal us, even if it hadn't manifested because of what I did. Now we're talking about belief. Now we're talking about faith. You know, Paul, of course, he believed in healing. He believed in, in, in demons being cast out of people. He believed in speaking in tongues. I mean, this is all the stuff that he was, he was talking about. And he went, to, he went to God, and he says, you know what? I've asked you three times concerning this. Because for him, I'm shocked that the thing I've asked you for hasn't manifested yet. I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, you know. People, I, I, walk, I, walk, I walk through the streets and people just get healed. I'm, I'm, I'm accustomed to the rapid thing. So I'm asking God, not because I'm down with you doing, but what's happening here? And that's when he got the answer, my grace is sufficient. Oh, I don't know if you've ever gotten an answer like that before. 
I've gotten answers like that for God. I'm just like, what? I was talking to God and praying to God um, concerning, uh, this was, I don't know, how many years ago was it? Mm, probably maybe 15, 15, 16 years ago. Um, I got a report from my doctor. I went in to have my mammogram, and they were telling me I had calcifications. Most women knows what that is, and of course, uh, a lot of people do. Uh, and I had a doctor who said she was a believer, but I'm not really, well, she wasn't the kind of believer that I wanted. To, let me put it that way. I'm not gonna say she wasn't saved. She probably was. And I can remember her telling me that I needed to go see another doctor, get a second opinion. And I was like, okay, okay, all right, we'll do that. And uh, <laughs> she said, well, let me pray with you before you go. I said, okay, let's do that. And so she, she, she started off really good. <laughs> you know, she's like, you know, God, we thank you. You're such a good God and blah, blah, blah. Then she said, and uh, we don't know why you put this disease on I said, whoa, let go of my hands. Because, uh, no, because no, because no. Because <laughs> no, 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 we can, I can't, I can't, no. Absolutely not. And so I can remember, um, I went to see the, the, I went to see the doctor she recommended I go see. And he was like, well, let's see, the best thing to do is let's just cut them off. And then you don't have to worry about it again. Excuse me? I don't have to worry about it again. Okay, but you do know people are doing that now. But this was years ago. That was the recommendation. Of course, I, like, this is what, this is what they said. He go, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> But I, but I can remember, I can remember, I can remember, you know, uh, talking to God and praying about it. I can remember, because uh, uh, Satan works with your mind, waking me up at night. And, you know, I'm having to get the word and calm myself, you know, back down. Uh, and so I can remember one night waking up and I said, uh, you know, God, what, you know, what's, what's up with this? And... Uh, he took me to a passage of scripture, and uh, the scripture he took me to is um, we have confidence in our pray prayers, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing this. He said we have confidence in our prayers because we know that if God hears us, we have the petition that we requested. And so I, I read it, and I'm like, and? <laughs> I'm just telling you how I was talking to God. I'm like, and? And I, and, and, and I could hear him saying, what more do you want? And, you know, I'm like other people, burning bush, angel going to appear at the bottom of my bed. There's a cloud going to come in. I'm going to have someone to come to reassure me. I'll get, you know, I get all kinds of, you know, it's going to be all right. And I, am I the only one who has done God like that? And so, uh, he said, why isn't my word enough? And I sat on the bed for a few minutes, and I said, you know what? You're right, and this is the confidence that we have. And this is the confidence that we have, that if we pray, you hear us. And if we know you hear us, then we'll have the petition that we requested. And I just got back in the bed and said, that's 
That's it, God. Your word is enough. Because if I waited for signs and wonders and had to walk on water every time God told me something, if he had to show me a burning bush, I mean, if he had to show the body of Christ a burning bush, there would be nothing green in this world. Because we, you all understand what I'm saying? If I could walk on the water and see if that really is true. So God says, what I say is true. So for those of you right now sitting in this sanctuary and you need healing, this is your day. This is your day. This is your day. Hallelujah. This is your day. I'm going to ask you to stand on your feet. Those of you who, who want a healing from God. Oh, this is not going to be. He said, what, what, he said, what more? What more do you want? So we don't have to strike up the band. We don't have to woo God into healing us. You don't have to do it because he said it. So if you'll lift your hands, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, that you are an absolute healer. Father, you said that you're not interested in symptom relief, but you sent Jesus and he did a final work for us. So we thank you, Father, right now that by your stripes, they are healed. By your stripes, we are healed. And we receive that healing right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive your healing right now in the name of Jesus. Ooh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm, Jesus, glory, 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 glory. We thank you right now, Lord. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you sent your word. And it healed us. It healed us. It healed us. Don't ever be moved by the silence. Don't ever be moved by the silence. Whew, glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, right now, have a shaky receiving the city boko sandala. Yabe tiki kisendere baso. Jesus. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you so much. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, God is doing what he does. <laughs> yes, amen, amen, amen. Ah, oh, receive from God. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
you can put your hands down. And for those of you who had a tangibleness happen in your body, if you just lift your hands wherever you are. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, ha, ha, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, because God told, he said to me, I'm not finished. He said, I'm not finished. So we'll just wait a few moments and we'll wait for God to continue working. Amen.